Listen, you fuckers, you screwheads. Here is a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the scum, the cunts, the dog, the filth, the shit. Here is someone who stood up. Do you think it's fun to have to take a pill or to snip something or to snort something or to shoot something in your arm to make yourself feel better? Marijuana, an unlawful substance used to experience artificial highs. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Pursuit of Happiness. I am your host, Josh Franson, and today I'm joined by... Hello, I'm, I'm Emily Ripley. And I'm Cameron Sasek. Also known as... How Sentimental. What's up with the name? Mine, like... How, How sentimental, sentimental are you to that name? Yeah. So sentimental to that <laughs> name. So sentimental. Yeah. A lot of history. I, I feel like it's either got one of two stories, where it's either a really deep, philosophical, something really meaning to it, or it's really rudimentary. We're drinking hails. Let's spill the yeah, tea right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. How sentimental has open. some tea. I'll join you guys. Honestly, okay. Well, like, how sentimental comes from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. And it's from the final scene. They're about to shoot Frank back to Transylvania. And, like, he looks at him and he goes, like, how sentimental. Like, he does this, like, the whole radio tower scene happens. And, like, it gets super crazy. And then he just, like, pulls the trigger. And he shoots back to Transylvania, and it's really cool because, like, that lyric really, like, not lyric, but, like, saying really, like, resonated with me. And it, I'm a very sentimental person as well. Like, you go into my room, and it's, like, things everywhere, and, like, all this random shit. I can totally relate to that. I'm the same way, too. I I knick-knack collect, like, crazy, and it's stupid shit, too. Like, stuff I don't even need. Toy Story baseball cards or some crap. Like, stupid (laughs) shit. It sits in boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Comic books. Yeah. No, so it's just, like, I'm a very sentimental person, and I think my songs represent that, and I like that message of, like, sentimental meanings, and they're always going to be there, and, like, it's part of you. Nice. Sentimental. It's important. Yeah, absolutely. Sentimental. Yeah. Yeah. But Rocky Horror Picture Show, that's, like, also 10 out of 10. Nice little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, for our listeners, you guys are musicians. We've had Emily on our network before on Connor Christmas's Deep Thoughts with Connor Christmas and Gang. Yeah. Yeah, and if you haven't listened to that show, shame on you. Yeah, go I, listen I like right now. What are you doing? Yeah. Well, listen yeah. after this episode. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Listen. You should listen to it too. Yeah, so. right on. Yeah, well, this one, I know I got nothing planned. We're just going to shoot the shit That's here. That's the best We're have some way, beers. though. Yeah. That is the best way to do it. Exactly. Is we're, to have no plan. Yeah. We were talking already about weed and, and our enjoyments of that and oh, yeah. weird yeah. experiences. So we're going to kind of just keep doing that. Yeah, Don't literally. A little bit about you guys too. I mean, our, my experiences with you guys. Are, I mean, Cam and I. We've just yeah, met today. We just met today. And Emily, it's just kind of been in passing. So yeah. this is a learning experience for me, as it is for you guys and for the listeners as well. So we just get just to have, have some fun. nice little chats. It's oh, gonna yeah. be good. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. I got my hey y'all. Oh yeah. Hey y'all. Yeah. No, they've introduced me to this drink as well, and I'm very excited to give this a try. Hey y'alls are the best, and I love them. Southern style hard iced tea. Yep. This is awesome. Yep. Okay. What do you think? Do you like an official review? How do you feel about her? It's not bad. It's actually really good. Oh. Lemony. It doesn't taste like a beer. I really like it. There good it choice. is. There I, it I is. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Yet another person. <laughs> Gotta have one more though, just to kind of get that palate cleanse and. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you know. Gotta. 
Gotta set set the flavors in there. The vodka. Set the vodka. <laughs> second That's line. not what you want. I'm like more of like the tea. Yeah. Second second taste, definitely better than the first. So I Nice. Okay, feel. good. I'm feeling that. That's great. <laughs> That's good. Right on, right on. Do you guys mind mentioning how old you are? Because uh, I've mentioned before on the show that I'm 32. I'm not shy of that, though. But you guys are significantly younger than I am, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm 19, but I'm going to be 20 in a month, which is spooky. (laughs) And I just turned 21 in July. Cool. Yeah. How are you feeling? Like an adult. Yeah. I do a lot of work. (laughs) The day you turned 21, you were just, like, yeah. rotting. Like I still like, like saying, like, 21, 21. Like, t- like, the 21 Savage stuff, that's the only thing I lived for. Yeah. At that moment. I just wanted to say 21 all the time. Yeah. Well, so I live for that, but the work sucks. Welcome to young adulthood. It yeah, sucks. It's lot, so it's scary. A lot, planning, it's a lot of stress. Holy oh, yeah. crap. A lot of tears. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we cry together sometimes. We cry together sometimes. <laughs> yeah. well, if you don't cry, there's something wrong with you. No, everybody's yeah. gotta have a good cry. This is the time I of our lives cry. where we just have to cry about a lot of things. So absolutely, yeah, it happens when it does, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cry if I want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, I first saw Cam at uh, the Spookadelic show. It was a backyard party, yeah. I don't know, a couple weeks ago. It was actually a really great performance. Really dug it. You, you. put your heart into it. You mentioned yeah. just before the show, too, that you were sick for that performance, and that I had so no sick. idea. You really pulled it off, so yeah. congratulations. Um, Thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> you're of, welcome. so kind. Uh, at one part, though, you kind of really unleashed, I guess it seemed like some internal fury a little bit there, but it's something that happened in the past. You want to talk about that at all? Is that like the last I was song? curious about that. Is that the last song? I think it was. About the fashion designer? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The oh. Spilling the tea, hey, oh, yo. Oh my goodness. I need to sip my hail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was a big deal or something we, we can't talk about, no, though, but it definitely seemed like a, there was a story there, so. I'm fine to talk about it because, like, I still respect him as an artist. And, like, I still want to, I'd still in progress. Like, I'd love to talk about it with him one day. Like, I don't have any bad feelings, but it really hurt when it happened. Was it a friend? No, it was this. So, I, we would go to Vancouver all the time. And I was in exploring my sexuality and my gayness. And I was on, like, Grindr. And, like, he messaged me on Grindr. And I didn't really get the message. So, he followed me on Instagram. And he messaged me on Instagram. And he started talking. And he was a fashion designer in Vancouver. He makes actually amazing clothes. They're very creative and very original. So I was very, like, into that. Like, it's an artist. It's cool. And so him and I started talking. Him and I met up for a lunch, and he gave me a shirt that actually said, like, fuck me in hell. And I was like, this is my life. Like, this is so good. Nice. And he bought me this nice, like, lunch, and we just were friends, and it was fine. But I went back to, like, home to Calgary, and he just treated me very weird. He would, like, kind of hit on me, hit me up. You know, he was an ongoing thing for, like, that I would talk to in Vancouver every, like, once in a while, you know? And then he was doing a fashion show out there, actually. Super cool. One, like, I loved it to go. It was, like, amazing. There were so many amazing designers. But he, I went out there and he offered to pay for half the flight and, like, was flirting with me, brought me out, and I was staying in his apartment, da-da-da-da-da. And then when I got there, he was nice the first day, and about, like, I was there for four days, and the last three days he just, like, ignored me completely. Yeah. And I was staying there, you know? Like, there, I couldn't, like, really leave. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to contact. Like, we have friends out there, like Emily and I, but, like, I didn't know where to go. Yeah. And I'd call Emily, like, I don't know what the fuck is yeah. going on. Like, I called her outside the Fox Tower <clears throat> and I was like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, that's a scary city if you're by yourself. And I'm by myself. And, like, yeah. trapped. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, I knew him before, and, like, we talked, but I didn't know him, like, that well. Like, I was getting to know him, too. So, like, shame on me, but, like... 
yeah, but he, then I went back, I confronted him about it, I was like, you brought me out here, and you acted all this way, because, like, he, sh- like, showed, like, we showed, like, physical affection, mm-hmm. like, and stuff like that, so, like, it was that, and he just ignored me, and I confronted him, and he was, like, 26 years old, and I was like, what the, what's wrong with you, you're pulling me out here and doing this, and now I have to go back home home and just like live my life and just use you treat me like shit and you used me yeah. and I helped you with your jackets and I helped you with all your shit and you just used me and send me off back to Calgary. That's really know? shitty. Fuck you. So I wrote a song about it. Yeah. And Great song. thank you. It came from a lot of anger and there's so much like wordplay I believe in it and like the, the stories are true. Everything mm-hmm. I say is true. Like we went to this like shitty basement. Yeah, this nightclub. And, <laughs> and it was so shitty but everyone like seemed to be having fun and it was whatever. But Vancouver has some like I've seen the dark sides and I've seen the good sides and like that's one of the dark sides of that like it hurt me. It's a city that I endear and I long but it's also hurt me. Yeah. So I have like a little fear of it and that's the song that's kind of like fuck you. I don't think anybody's come out of Vancouver with a good story. <clears throat> If yeah, you, if you yeah. spend enough time there, you come back with some. You some always do. That's why I like to visit there, but like mm-hmm. I never want to live there. It's beautiful if you can make it to the ocean, and yep. then you gotta head back. Yep, literally. Yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. It's almost like a vacation city. Like yeah. it's nice, it's beautiful, it's good to like be reminded, like oh that exists, but like would not want to live there. Yep, I agree. I, I'm from BC. I'm from the Kootenay area there, so we're, oh, okay. we're not into the big city types. Yeah. and from where we were. Coming to Calgary was the big vacation experience, but now living here in Calgary, it's it, looking back, it's going home is the vacation. And even then, it's just the drive there. Once you get there, it's shitty little towns. It's, yeah. It's yeah. kind of, they're trying to be bigger than they are now and flashy, like a big city kind of thing. And it's it's not it's not appealing anymore. It doesn't feel like home. It doesn't feel like... So the, the experience comes from the drive there. Yeah. The seeing the trees, seeing the, you know, you got to stop in the park, get the fresh air. Absolutely. We get to go through Banff. So, I mean, that's, that's, people come all around the world just to go to Banff and we get to drive through it. Yep. It's beautiful. It's so like, close. Yeah. Yeah. We're very lucky, but that's our vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, you don't have to go to a big city to get the experience and but the ocean, right? Oh and you avoid God, the yeah. ocean. The mountains and the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. ocean is so nice. I was there a couple weeks ago and I have not swam in the ocean since I was like literally a child. And we went and we swam in the ocean because like my hair is blue and so I can't really go swimming, <laughs> but I love swimming. But like it'll like do some freaky things if I go swimming or I'll like leave blue trails with me or something and like just don't want to do that. <laughs> so, but my hair is vegan and cruelty free and it's all like good so like it was fine to go in the ocean with it and this was the first time I could like submerge myself in water and just like swim and like oh it was so much fun I have the worst sunburn on my back right now though Uh. like it I got like the like I was wearing like a Calvin Klein bra and like it's implanted in my back now like I have I'm wearing it permanently you're sponsored by them yeah literally I'm like in my Calvin's all the time like like literally one of the Kardashians like in that like ad like that's me yeah no it is some gnarly looking shit right now it's not okay yeah yeah what do you do yeah i, mean, the, I got to swim in the ocean though. yeah no exactly it's Stories. all worth it it was beautiful yeah, yeah. It's, it's a weird city it really is yeah. yeah we went there the first time together we have yeah, a song about it yeah it's on my ep Which um is it's called nadine, nadine. Uh, it's the very last track oh okay Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, because um my best friend lives out there and that was like super hard when that happened because like she moved away and like obviously that really hurt but now she's been there for almost two years because she's an actress so she went out there for obvious reasons and I had to stay here for obvious reasons and so like we're both doing big things and we just have to you know support each other from afar but it's really nice that I get to go out and like be able to visit her so the first time we ever went out there we actually drove together Cameron drove because I don't know how to drive so like and he has a car so like actually 
actually like I owe my life to him. Just straight up never learned how to drive or Yeah. Yeah. I don't Fair even enough. have my learners. Don't I don't want one. Yeah. I live really inner city. I have anxiety and the one thing that like gives me the most anxiety is thinking about me driving a moving vehicle. I have to applaud you for that because driving is one of my biggest stresses. I've mentioned it before in, in past episodes as well, that it's it's a huge source of stress and it's you know, my drive into the city is thirty minutes at most. Yep. And that is the worst part of my day. Really? That's <laughs> and, so and interesting. It's, it's not even my drive because the experience is nice by itself. It's everybody else on the road. You, they're not the, I'm not the hazard on the road. It's everybody else and you have to watch what everybody else is doing and everybody's in such a hurry and they're cutting you off and it's all like... Yeah, and so, people drive so carelessly and like yeah. I, all I think of is just me like in this like giant machine that can like kill myself or everybody around me. I've like I know that's really things. morbid but like yeah, no, like and it happens and you don't think it's going to happen to you and then it happens to you. Yeah. So like I would just rather not and like sea trains are fine. Like I mean like they suck sometimes but like whatever i'm living like i can get pretty much anywhere yeah like i make it work i've been making it work for almost 20 years now and like i literally don't complain like my friends that are getting rid of their cars you're gonna be one of them soon yeah. you're gonna have to learn my life and i'm excited to teach you because i literally just sit on the train and like zone out and stare out the window and pretend that i'm in a movie and like listen to music and i'm just like like it's so weird like i literally have like like trippy times on the train like I literally think of like it's almost like shower thoughts if you've ever heard of that like that's like my train thoughts like I will like think of like the randomest weirdest shit and like just like write them down in my notes and just like stare out the window and then all of a sudden you're just there like you don't even have to think about it nice. you're just at your stop like there you go it's great wherever you find inspiration yeah do people watch two on the train oh all the time it's hard I feel to. like people <laughs> yeah exactly it's really hard not to I feel like people people watch me as well so i think it's really funny because yeah. <laughs> we're the, like i kind of like find myself just like staring at people all the time but like i love it people watching is so fun especially because i live downtown it is so fun yeah. it is one of my favorite hobbies there's a lot of characters holy <laughs> crap yeah <laughs> oh my god there's a lot there's a lot i'm trying to think um one of my favorite ones his name is bob the ghost hunter um he came into my work one time and was like telling me he like just looked at me and he was like I feel like you're like in tune with like the like the world and like spirits and stuff and like I was like well like actually like kind of I don't know like I'm like kind of spiritual not really I don't know and he was like well I'm a ghost hunter and he gave me his like business card I wish that I had it on me he wasn't a homeless guy he's got a legit card yeah but like but like no you know what I mean like oh, I feel okay. like he's crazy no offense if you're listening to this Bob the ghost hunter I really hope that like I didn't take offense to you maybe you're real I don't know but um yeah he had a card and he was showing me all these like pictures like he had like it was like like film that he'd like gotten developed and like there's kind of like blurs and stuff in it. Like I won't get him wrong. Like it, but it kind of looks like he just like threw something in front of the camera or something. But he's like, these are all of the ghosts that I've captured on film. Like just nice. like showing me all this, and I'm like working. I'm like, can I like get you anything? Like, do you <laughs> want to like buy something? Or are you like the real ghost hunters tell you they're orbs. They're not just big blurs in the screen. Yeah, it's true. That's the thing. He was like, that's all he had on film for me. So I was like, well, Bob, like, and he was like, if you ever need like a ghost hunting done, like call me. And I was like, I think I'm good. But like, he's hustling. You got to admire that. No, it's true. And like, yeah. I mean, I know that if I ever get into a paranormal situation, I actually have somebody on call. Exactly. Like, I really do. Like, that's not a lie. I'll yeah. just hit him up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I had a guy come into our store one time a long time ago trying to apply for a job and literally the legitimately gave me a business card from his previous business which was another adult store and on the back of it was written his information his name um his his strengths i guess if you would call them strengths and stuff but it was uh it was things like uh works well with with gays and, tra and transvestites and uh blah, blah blah whatever but then at the bottom in an asterisk it said something uh had to recently close my store uh due to 
inappropriate material being sold out of the thing or whatever but it doesn't it doesn't say really much on the card though but he was telling me because he was selling animal videos <laughs> and people were coming in and he got busted for oh, it so he got had to shut God. down his shop but he was completely fine with everything else and and he wanted to work with us yeah. and yeah. We're, we're just like no thank you yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Weird. thank you for letting us know that but no thank you at least he disclosed <laughs> it oh my god yeah. imagine if you found that out later like I, I what if he just like casually dropped it one day when he was working and you're like what like, we have those stories as well it does stuff that comes up after the fact oh yeah oh, absolutely. My God. <laughs> but yeah at least he let us know I, maybe it was a legal thing maybe he has to disclose yeah that, like, i was gonna say it probably right? had so, to yeah yeah that but is insane i cannot even wrap my head around that. i i still have that card because that one was a shocker <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah i got a business card from a homeless man who comes into my work the other day um, he gave me his business card and it says, okay, this is the quote. It like doesn't make any sense. And I don't know how he got business cards. Like, I'm just gonna put that out there. But it literally says, I think he showed it to you like the heaven no. Yeah. And yeah, okay. It says like, why do we say hello? Meaning see you in hell. What if we said heaven no? Do you think it would change? It did for a county in Texas. What? <laughs> I, I wish that I had that too. Like, I'm not yeah. lying. I told that to Cameron, and he was like, "What?" And then I was like, "No." And then we were in my room, and I was like, "This is the card," and like, it just like says his name on it. But like, it just says like, and I don't know what like that means. But like, next it, time I see him, I like wonder if I should be like, "Heaven, no!" Like, should like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It almost well, makes sense, but then I kind of go, "No." And no. like, also like, which county in Texas is he talking about? And like that whole i have so yeah. many questions like i just have so, like how did he get these business cards i yeah i don't know <laughs> i i see some crazy things downtown as well so like <laughs> oh yeah right. that was very recent too that was like probably like two weeks ago fucking transit yeah I, I don't miss it but at the same time it's nice to take that train i've got a kid now too right so she loves the train so anytime we're in the Aww. city we park somewhere like one of our stores yeah. and then we just go over across the street to the train station and go for a little ride around so it's an experience for us at least but yeah uh, I mean, for you, when you get rid of your car, like you're saying, it's it's going to be a, co- a big shock. You yeah. know, like, I've been driving since I was 14. Oh, so, yeah. He was one I of those people that like Alberta. got his license right away. Life. Yes. And like I worked at a golf course and I had to drive carts and like the picker and stuff. And so I got really good at driving. And like my grandfather's a former police officer. So he taught me how to drive and he did like defensive driving and stuff. But I learned all my own. And I just like been driving my whole life, basically. Yeah. <laughs> my teenage and adulthood. So it's just like sad to get rid of it. When I first came to the city, yeah, when I first came to the city, uh, we didn't have a vehicle. Uh, I came here for my wife and big story, whatever. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, we didn't have a vehicle. So we lived in the city, kind of like your guys' situation. And we just took transit. It was great. We got around everywhere we needed to. If we had lots of groceries, take a cab or something. It was never really that far. And you just, you made it work. Then we had a kid and getting groceries with a kid and you need a car seat and then drive. It was a goddamn nightmare. Oh my God. So as soon as we got a vehicle, we said to ourselves, we're going to keep doing transit. We're, we're completely fine with that. We're okay taking her on there with the stroller. She's great. She's not a big problem. And yeah, we'll, we'll keep doing this. The car is strictly for groceries, so we don't have to keep taking a cab. We can save on gas. Uh, insurance will be limited. We can just use it as a to and from type vehicle. It did not last very long. Yeah. We drove that goddamn thing around everywhere. And then oh, winter yeah. hit and it became an yeah. everyday thing. Of and it just went downhill from it's there. And now I can't even imagine not having a vehicle. We live outside of city limits too, so it's not, yeah, not even possible anymore. See, that's fair enough. I was saying that as we were driving, and I was like, if I lived here, I would go mentally insane mm-hmm. because I don't drive. You would like, have and to that Uber was, or something constantly. And that would be and, so expensive. Oh God, I was trying yeah. to figure out how much it was. Yeah, the other day, my friend was staying in High River, and I wanted to go see her, and a taxi was like 90 bucks or something. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't know. I feel like that would just be awful. 
yeah, yeah. And then, right? yeah. $90, and like, oh, yeah. So, like, like I was noticing now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. I was like, this is so pretty out here. Like, I love it out here. But I'm like, I would just, like, personally not be able to live here. Like, that would be my one thing is just because I can't drive. Like, I couldn't live out here. It's When we first decided to buy the house out here, it was... It was it was sort of thought about because I mean we live right across from a school so with our kid it was perfect we don't yeah. have to do anything with that. Um, my wife and I I mentioned before in another episode too that we we work the same job but we do she does mornings I do nights and oh. we're able to avoid daycare with with that kind of that's thing. So, so we just cool I never knew that yeah it, it worked out really well we got a great company that we work for Adult Source again um, for you know sort of being a flexible with our schedule but now we're kind of looking at it as we're outside of the city limits it's a small town that's great we can do everything within like a 10 minute drive from one end of the town to the other everything just dealt with but anytime you need to do any kind of work or going into the city for work fuck man like you really got to take into consideration your gas costs and you know is the trip worth it if i'm going in i might as well make you know one meetup with another meetup and, and kind of really make it worth the trip almost and it's not really that far like we calculated it from door to store it was 32 kilometers something like that um, so really, really not that bad, but still it adds up <laughs> the yeah. gas just keeps going up and up. And then the weekend comes around and it jumps another 15 cents and fucking cars. I do that not sucks. like them. I wish I didn't. That's have one. why I've never bothered like <laughs> yeah. jokes on all you guys. Never thought about gas in my life. Never had to pay and for that's that why shit. I have to Insurance. You. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know her. Never met her. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good life. Like literally, honestly, the only time it sucks, I got a transit ticket one time in my life and it was the most scarring experience I've ever <laughs> had. And it was literally, I think it was a day or two after I turned 18. So they like cracked me down oh, so man. hard. And like this person literally was such a dick. He was asking me what kind of tattoos i have like i was like i am not a criminal and i literally got stopped one stop before i was supposed to get off like it was like this stop and then like my stop and they stopped me there and i was like are you actually serious like are you kidding me and i had no money i did not even have enough to like pay for it i was working at um, market mall at the time so i literally had to walk to the train station at night for market mall like literally thought i was gonna die every night because it was so scary um, cause I couldn't pay for the bus and like, oh, it was the worst. And I had to go to court for it. And it was just like this big ordeal. So like now I'm very careful about that. If I'm going like anywhere that's in the Northwest, I will buy a ticket. But otherwise if I'm like going downtown, I'm like, whatever, like it's I, fine. Same here. I never used to pay for transit when I was down there. <laughs> oh my but gosh. Yeah. No. I had those. Yeah. You had those situations. Like it's for so anybody <laughs> who doesn't know about Calgary on a transit system, downtown from one end of the downtown to the other is free, right? Yep. I don't know if it's still that way. It is, yeah, okay, which is cool. really nice. But I don't like. It, I don't know if they have extended it or whatever, but it they went from downtown to another station just outside of it, Somerset, which is just a really short, just over the river. That's about it. I took the train one time from the free zone into Somerset. There they were at Somerset waiting. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck off. Like, really? Like, I could have probably just walked this distance, but I decided just to make a quick little hop. Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't have the 325 or whatever, $9 Literally. that is now. And then they charge stupid, you right? so, it's so much. much. Yes. It's, it's just like an <laughs> asshole tax. And it, they should just slap you on the wrist or Seriously. something. It shouldn't be that severe. It should be like a parking ticket or, I, or $20. That's the okay, thing. Okay, I like, get to point. My bad. Pay a little fee. Like, move on. It was so much money. So, like, I got really pissed after that and I started like wanting to spite them and it was the yeah. winter and I was wearing like the same winter jacket like every day because like that is literally how I roll like I <laughs> don't have lots of clothes so I was like wearing this winter jacket every time I went out and like there's a pocket like up on like the shoulder and every time I'd buy a ticket for transit I'd put it in the pocket buy it put in the pocket buy it put in the pocket so it had been like months of like because you know winter here is like six months yeah. um it was like <laughs> months of wearing this jacket and months of putting it like the pocket was literally like out here like it looked like I had like a growth on my shoulder <laughs> because I was waiting for the day because I always had a pass every time I 
went, but I was waiting for the day that they asked me for my pass and I would pull out this giant wad and be like, look for it yourself. Like I wanted to do it so bad and they never asked me. Good luck guys. Yeah. Like literally just like a hundred things and be like, it's in there somewhere. Like, bye like yeah. <laughs> i was so bad i was like this is my revenge just but throw like, out like confetti have fun yeah exactly like <laughs> search yeah. <laughs> go yeah but no never got to do it sad yeah that's a shame <laughs> my only revenge yeah yeah uh I, I don't know why i move on to different topic and stuff though but uh you guys got anything to plug you got anything coming up or um shows or yeah actually august 18th yeah we're playing a show with yeah. um the Stepping Stone, Stepping Stone Foundation, yeah. which is freaking amazing. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that um, he was doing it until a little while ago. Yeah. But yeah, he's doing it too. Um, I'm doing the, on August 24th, I'm doing the Taylor Swift Rockin' for Dollars. What's that? Um, do you not Taylor know, Swift. I know Taylor Swift. Um, do you not know what Rockin' for Dollars is? No. Okay. Ooh. Let's yeah, do a little me. plug here. Rockin' for Dollars is an amazing, amazing thing put on by BJ Downey, who is a true local legend. Um, He puts on it at Broken City, which is an incredible bar downtown. And it's every Wednesday night, and bands can sign up to play. And you get a 15-minute set. And sometimes there's a theme, but sometimes there isn't. More oftentimes, there is a theme. So I'm doing the Taylor Swift one. Um, And yeah, so you sign up, and you get to play a 15-minute set. And then at the end of the night, you get to spin a wheel and win a prize. So I just played uh, the Big Slam rockin' for dollars with my side project called Redfish Bluefish and after we spun we won uh, 48 beers from Wild Rose Brewery so I got a fuck ton of beers right now Um, yeah and it's incredible I like it's such a good opportunity to like be and like get to play and like meet new people like you make so many friends it's only four dollars to get in and like that gets added to like it's almost like the lottery so if you spin you can win and like it was up to like $800, $900 at one point. And then if you win, it'll like kind of go back down, but like it just keeps added. So like you're just paying to like help local artists and like it's all, it's literally one of the best events that happens in the city. And yeah, Yeah. it's four bucks. You get to go watch incredible bands. They did a Beatles one last week. That was like crazy cool. Yeah. My like little acoustic heart. I was like, I need to do the Taylor Swift one. We need to like get on that. So I'm doing that. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. So, and it's every single Wednesday. That's rad. Yeah. Broken City. Yeah, Broken City. Yeah, I've been hearing lots about those guys. I, I follow a lot of comics around the town, and Monday night is their comedy night, their, their potluck or whatever they do. But yeah, I hear nothing but great things about that place, and the more I hear about it, nothing bad. Yep. Yeah, it is great, It is such an amazing bar. local venue, and they really, really give a shit about great local, local artists. artists. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Right? Which is really cool because, like, oh, my gosh, there's so many, like, venues shutting down in the city right now. Yeah. It's really sad. Like, Night Owl just yeah, shut down. Owl. That was... What? Yeah, that was I an know. incredible venue. And, like, Night Owl shut down. There was, like, what else? Like I, I heard Mickey's did, but I heard they just relocated. Yeah. Mm, I think they I relocated. Yeah. I know that, um like, Ghetto Boys was, like, one that closed down. There was... um I don't know. There's so many. I can't even name them right now. Yeah. But... It's good to have stuff like that. And yeah, it's good to have like, like BJ, he really cares about local artists. And like, it's really cool that he like puts this event on every single Wednesday and he hosts it every single Wednesday. And like, yeah, cause he used to be in a band. So he just like really just helps everybody that he can. Nice. And it's really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. I mean, most of these places are just out of for the buck, but this sounds like it's actually the community. Yeah. It's like this network, everybody helping one another. It's, it's the artist as much as it is him putting it on for you guys. Yeah. So. It's true. Cause oh man, it's scary. Like, yeah. yeah, but it's really cool that like, that is one place that you can go and like make connections. I've made so many friends. They're like half of the people that I know from like music now is literally just from like going to rocking for dollars and like standing in the back. Oh, another thing they do is after every single time when you're done your set, they do a hockey lineup. Like, 
like literally because like bj loves hockey so like the whole crowd lines up and like like they'll like circle the bar and you like high five everybody (laughs) and it feels so good to like go and you get to say hello to every single person in the crowd and they can like tell you if it was good and like you get to just go and like high five everybody and like the rush that it gives you is like so so fun and like yeah just like builds community because like everybody congratulates you after even if you have the fucking worst set of your life people will give you a high five and be like that was awesome like absolutely good job keep going yeah yeah yeah, it's just that just that human interaction almost just kind of brings you together a little bit more, right? Yeah, exactly. Saying yeah. hello. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of a, a post recently I seen. I can't remember what the hell it was on Facebook or some shit. But it was this uh, project, I think it was in Toronto, that somebody was putting on. God, I wish I had more information. But um, what they were doing is they just set up a whole bunch of lawn chairs in the middle of the street. And they had them, what, like one row of lawn chairs and then another set of lawn chairs facing the, the ones. And everybody was sitting in one side. And you can come and sit down in these lawn chairs and just have a conversation, just a free spill your guts to a stranger type thing, just to just to get that emotion, that kind of connection with a person. You know, you just you have a cry even, right? With yeah. Them. And some of these people like it just really opened up. They just sat down, and yeah, it was just a just a way to open your soul to it, just a stranger who you're never going to see again. Big whoop, right? So, yeah. and it was apparently like a really moving experience, but. I mean, that was kind of just a, a way off topic thing that I saw. I just thought it was really kind of cool. No, that's as a, so cool. As a mental health building thing as this show's supposed to be, right? Like a mental health yeah. podcast kind of thing. That yeah. No, I, fi- I find <laughs> that like yeah, that, that always cool. really helps me is like just the idea of human interaction. Like when I was going through like a lot of like anxiety stuff in high school, one of the things that I used to do is like I would go to like the core like downtown and I would just walk around and like this sounds really cheesy, but literally just being like around like all these people, like business people going to work, like I people watch. I was like, cool, like I'm part of something like this is a city. Like it almost feels like we're all like ants and like that's kind of weird, but like not in like a morbid way, like not like we're all small, but that we're all like, like I'm part of something like I'm here. I'm like moving together yeah, like, like, yeah. Yeah, like you said like in, in unison like yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so like i used to do that all the time and that really helped me and like i still to this day i love just kind of walking around downtown and just like seeing everybody doing their own like weird thing like people yeah. watch yeah because it kind of just reminds me i'm like okay like yeah i'm here except That's for cool. that dude who's having a shit right on the, the platform honestly yeah. that happens <laughs> so much <laughs> those guys you just gotta look away from but the other ones are all beautiful yeah it's true it's true <laughs> depends you can yeah, but then you come home with stories. That's true. So, We're talking about it right now. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, one time a guy actually shit on my bus. On the bus? <laughs> on the actual bus. He stood up and, like, took a shit in, like, the aisle and then sat back down and I had to get off the bus because well, the cops yeah. were coming. Yeah. <laughs> and he shit. It was really gross. I was trying to go to a party. That's an assault of the senses right there. He it was, was too much. It was too much. I will uh, never forget uh, that. It was on the number seven. It's like that woman at Tim Horns who threw her shit at the Oh my God, that yeah. was crazy. That was <laughs> crazy. I've been watching Canada. a lot of those. There was another one. It was like a McDonald's one. Did you see that no, one? No, another one? No. Oh my gosh. So this like, I kind of like related really hard to it because I work in like food service. So yeah. I was like, that makes sense. Um, this girl, like a customer threw her smoothie at like the McDonald's worker and the McDonald's worker oh, comes I around the corner that. and just fucking beats that her. That big Samoan chick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, she just like, goes off like it was crazy and it goes on for like a while and people try to break it up and then she starts trying to fight them (laughs) yeah boobs falling out and everything it was intense yeah it was so funny someone posted it on facebook in like uh was that in canada um i think it was in the u.s yeah i feel like it was u.s but like i saw in like a facebook group of like the company that i work for it's like all (laughs) over the world we have we have like a little group of like people yeah and like no someone just posted it and like was like I can't say I would do this dot dot dot, but I can understand why she did. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, hundred yeah. percent, fair enough. At, at the same time, too, when I saw that woman throwing shit at Tim Hortons, I was I stopped and I read that post and I applauded a little bit. I've had really bad experiences. I mean, I'm, we all have it. Tim yeah. Hortons and other. I mean, not to shit on Tim Hortons. Yeah. I mean, not I still sh- go to them for whatever. Not yeah, to right? shit on <laughs> Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah, pun intended, right? Yeah. 
But, uh, I mean, I, I don't blame her. I've been in there sometimes, too, where I wish I could do that, too. And just to have the gumption to go ahead and do that. But she was mentally ill, so. Yeah. But unfortunately for, sure. for her. But I think because I, 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 I like, almost wanted to just, yeah, I feel you. I got you. That's but then the thing, like, yeah. Oh, she needs help. Like that's why I was like, yeah, I kind of understand that. <laughs> yeah, but then again, where I come from and you come from, too. I mean, I, I'm not the food service on my side, though, but. I mean, I got, okay, do I, do I want to get into it? Okay, it's a quick story. I mean, at my store too, Adult Source, I, I had a, a woman one time, like where our tail is, there's a straight line view all the way down to the back of the store. And this woman was kind of looking at products along the wall, wearing a short skirt, I, you know, can't really see anything. And she's just kind of looking at stuff, walking up and down, up and down, looking at top to bottom, top to bottom, whatever. And she she stops and squats down and looks at a toy and then stands up and keeps walking. And then I notice there's a little something on the floor. You know, what is that? And I kind of just leave it be, and she goes around and then leaves, and then I go over and check it out. It's a little turd. What? A little turd on what? the floor. <laughs> That's <gross>. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. People are so. So weird. my my first thought is, well, are you not wearing underwear? How does that happen? First of all, I mean, I I, I get maybe you know, you got a little bit of incontinence, maybe anal's your thing. I don't know yeah. if you're just like blowing right out, and it's you're now in danger zone kind of thing. Yeah, like ate some Taco but, Bell. Like, yeah, no, or whatever no. it is, but just the audacity. <laughs> like, that so is... Weird. How do you not notice it? Or to... Like, did she, like, bend over and then, like, push out? <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, it was so... I, it confused the shit out of me. Questions. Yeah. Oh, no. But I had to pick it up with a paper towel. That's you had to do with that? Yep. Oh, my that God. Mad respect. Yeah. yeah. Mad respect. <laughs> Yeah, hats no. off to you. Oh, There's that, been I mean, certain things story I can't things, do. That's yeah. one. Oh shit is not my favorite. I when I have a kid, and I was okay with the with the kid thing because it was just part of the job. But oh, any other kind of shit, I'm yeah, no thank no. you, no thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. Whenever something is like really bad at my work, I will like just drop what I'm doing like then and there, like like broom in hand. Like I will drop it on the floor and walk away. Yeah. I've worked there for too long, and I'm like, this is not mine issue right now like uh for example there was literally this is super duper gross but for some reason in the bathroom there was like blood like period blood on the ceiling what how do you do that i don't know like i really don't know impressive (laughs) it's kind of impressive a little bit (laughs) oh a windmill yeah (laughs) oh no but yeah that was one of those times where i just looked at it and was like you know what no yeah, and I just I just went upstairs and was like, um, "This is not my issue." Let somebody else find it be their problem. Yeah, exactly. I was <laughs> like, "This is too much all at once." Oh, uh, if I had a job like that and I came across that kind of stuff, I mean, it's a retail job. Okay, I've I've come across that kind of stuff. Apparently, I haven't yeah. quit though. But yeah, in in my mind, I think that I would same thing. Throw the broom down. No thanks, and just walk yep. out. Yeah, done. Just like no, <laughs> no. But I guess we do tolerate what we need to, and it's true. We put up with a lot of shit. I for hate money. having to make. I was just about to say, I hate literally having put to make up with money. A lot of shit Capitalism, with money. <laughs> like, yeah, literally Retail sucks. It's oh, it does. done but some yeah, terrible yeah. things, but yeah. you know what? Like, we have health benefits. We don't. You don't? Nope. I don't right nope. now. Nope. We have nothing. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Okay, I'm the only one with health benefits, but you know what? That's <laughs> the only reason. But you're in a big franchise too, so yeah. that makes sense. We're, yeah. we're a small, independently owned company within the city. If, we only we're only four stores, so we're. Yeah, I don't know how how big you have to be as a company to get health insurance, but that's so interesting. I wonder. Yeah, mine's American, so I don't just. I don't oh really? Know. Yeah. How do you manage that? My company. Well, like. My oh, your company's company American. That like it runs as American. Oh, so uh, okay. The benefits only go to like store managers. Like if you are like an assistant manager, you won't get it. Boo. Yeah, so it's quite like demanding. Yeah, 
Huh. And then, like, I recently, like, when I filed my taxes, like, I fell out of the tax bracket for, like, Alberta Works and all that stuff for, yep. like, actual health benefits. And then now I don't have that either. So it's, like, I have no health benefits. Oh, fuck. I, um, I remember when that happened to yeah. us, too. Yeah, you Sucks. fall out of that bracket and all of a sudden you start owing more and taxes get more expensive. Yep. It's like, but I'm still not making that much. I'm I just happened to flip much. over that little dollar amount. Now yeah. you guys are fucking me over. Yeah. We're in the middle class now. <laughs> it's, yeah, it sucks. The middle class sucks. I'd rather be poor or rich. Like yep. I work retail, so I just want to, like die so yeah i just want to die God, it kills the soul it kills the soul especially where i work like it's a lot yeah I do a lot but you know it gives me good money and it pays my bills and it helps me pursue what i want to do so. what kind of retail food or clothing um, like clothing retail clothing, yeah clothing retail. yeah i've done that too and yeah. it's god damn it <laughs> it's a lot yeah, yeah. but i do it it's your clientele's hard. annoying yeah, too yeah my clientele's annoying i don't want to mention we the can't name, say but, but like yeah. it's like a store for fuck boys it's a store for fuck boys and okay I do it, like a lot of uh Different types of people. Like, I've had, like... <laughs> Different types of people. Like, a gal threw change in my face, like, blackout drunk at Market Mall. Like, how? I don't know. Oh, like, it's there's like... a lot more, like, people who are, like, on drugs and, like, fucked up coming to the Northwest Calgary yeah. area and, like, just fucking shit up. So it's just, like... <laughs> party what, what, town. Yeah, it's party town. So I deal with, like, a lot. Is it the train station, you think? It kind of just gives them easy access yeah, to get easy around? Access, but I like, noticed that, too, in our Northwest yeah. store. Yeah. yeah. No harm, no foul, though, like... Do you, but just don't come into my store and rip apart my walls and try to rip yes. ink tags out of clothes and changing rooms and smelling like like cat pee. Like I had a girl who <laughs> oh, was like God. on meth and she smelled like you know when someone does a lot of meth, I read it online that like they smell like cat pee. Yeah. And she reeked. It took up like I got a headache. Like I was like, I'm leaving thirty minutes early. Ew. Bye. Like see ya. Gross. Yeah. I'm in that position, so I'm like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Peace yeah. out. Yeah. At least just not stampede anymore. No, thank True God. Stampede. Holy stampede. crap. I left like for Vancouver like two days after Stampede ended and I thought I was gonna like miss it by a bit and like I didn't and you I You should have really left upset. two days before. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, like, I know. It was so scary. There was one night like the thing that I hate about like most about Stampede, I hate a lot of things about Stampede, but the one thing that I hate the most is if you're just trying to live your normal ass life during Stampede, uh, like people awful. don't let you. Like they physically yeah. don't let you. Nope. Like there was one night where um I was borrowing Cameron's guitar for a show and I he lives up in like the other side of the city where I live, so I have to like take the train up and like which is normally no problem but it was the fact that I was going home at like early too like probably like nine or ten at night and like I was literally clenching this guitar like in my legs mm-hmm. and arms because I was like a drunk person is gonna come over here right now and either try to start a conversation with me about music try to play it or try yeah. to take it out of my hands yeah because it is a very nice guitar and so like I was literally like clenching it on the train just like not knowing what to do and like Protect how sentimental. Yeah, protect how sentimental's <laughs> reputation because how sentimental would murder me with a Louis Vuitton butcher knife if oh I God. ever did anything to that <laughs> yeah, guitar. Yeah. End your life. Um, but yeah, but no, Stampede it's just crazy. it's really annoying. Yeah, Scampede. Oh, but like fuck. the BMO thing was weird. Okay. Like with the cash. Well, like the doors. Remember when? Stampede, <gasps> oh yeah. Like, oh my gosh, we went? definitely got into Stampede for free because they didn't know what was up this, they didn't year. Know what was uh, up this year. We literally just walked in through the BMO center, met Alexis on fire because they were chilling in there, and then walked in for free. Yeah. What? Yeah. So we yeah. Like, fuck everybody. Bonus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I died. Like I have a tattoo on my shoulder of them. Like they've. Been, it's huge. Yeah, like an inspiration. Oh to fuck me yeah! Since nice. I was like eight years old. Well, not eight years old. Like Dallas Green, eight years like. He made me want to play guitar. Like, he was the reason. Like, City and Color, that whole acoustic side of everything made me want to play. And then Lex on Fire came around when I was, like, 10, 11. And, like, Watch Out was, like, the thing. So I brought my vinyl that day, and they signed my vinyl. Like, I died. Like, I met Dallas. I met George. I met Wade. I met Chris. Like, Jordan. Holy everyone. shit. It was... I 
choked up. I couldn't, I didn't know what to say. I was like, your music just really inspires me. Cause they, like, if you listen to my music and it's like, it shows and stuff. And then you compare it to like the Alexa on fire stuff and like the melodies of like happiness by the kilowatt and all these very like iconic songs they tie together. And it's just quite interesting yeah. to see like the recycled product of that. Yeah. And same with like bands like rarity, like they're a Canadian band, but there you can hear that recycled kind of sound. But yeah, like on fire was sick and seeking the BMO was pretty dope. Yeah. We literally just had to pee. I had to go to, I had to, go to the bathroom. Like we literally, yeah. like that is the true story. Like we were not trying to sneak in. We were not trying to yeah. meet them. We were not trying to, well, we were Nothing. trying to meet them like later, but like yeah, we were going to like wait after the show. Yeah. And like, we literally just had to pee. And so we were like, let's just try to go here. And then there was Alexis on fire. And then we just walked in for free. Yeah. That's so been my like, experience doing all this, this yeah. networking with people and, and getting in the entertainment business too. If you have a camera over your shoulder, people don't say shit. You just walk it is right on so in. So true. <laughs> yeah. Or you just have to like just look like you know where you're going. Yeah, and like you have a yeah. purpose. Nobody purpose. questions it. Like I know how to bullshit my way through anything. literally anything. Like yeah. it is so good. good. Like been finessing the world since like high school. Like oh my gosh. Like I literally started buying cigarettes when I was like 15 <laughs> because I knew how to just walk in there and be like, "How you doing?" Like that and like. Yeah, it just was sweet talking. Yep, sweet talking them all. Twenty king size the Belmont, please. Oh my god, you know. Girl. <laughs> but yeah. Fuck yeah. Just have to walk in and pretend yeah. you know what you're doing. Confidence is everything. Yeah. 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 It was crazy though. That moment still like lives in my brain every day. Oh, absolutely. I still can't believe that. Like I was like. Yeah, we both wow. met our idols. Yeah. So it's good because I met mine when I was 16, which was never shout never. Um. But I'm going to go see him again in yeah. a month, and I'm really excited about that. Yay. So, Yay. <laughs> A big influence of yours, I'm assuming. Yeah, like the biggest. He's the reason why I started playing, actually. Like my, like pretty much same thing. I found him when I was in grade four. And like I used to always like sing. Like I was in like choirs and stuff when I was little. Like I always like sang. But he like inspired me to start like actually playing. And then I started writing my own songs. And like... I go have gone through so many like music phases over the years because obviously like I was like a teenage girl like going through so much stuff but um yeah like he's the one thing that is like stuck with me through and through and anytime he makes an album because he's all kinds of genres like it always relates to me like his lyrics literally are so almost like crafted around my life like it's insane and yeah he's just like literally he's inspired me to create in every sense of that word and he's made me not want to put a genre on my music or a label or anything because it's so much more freeing to just be able to be creative in that way and like yeah he taught like didn't teach me he wanted he introduced me to the idea to play like guitar and ukulele which I do now and like yeah it's just really cool so I'm excited to watch him because he doesn't perform a lot anymore so yeah. he's he's a pretty small he's artist pretty now. yeah it's not mm-hmm. like uh alexis on fire thing like he's pretty small yeah. and he lives on a mountain and he's hard to get a hold of and it's been a decade of me yeah. being like hello <laughs> <laughs> like, i love you yeah yeah, yeah I, i've never really heard of them before honestly but you mentioned them recently too so i checked them out and when i heard their songs and the ukulele that they're using it too i was like oh i get where her influence yeah. comes yeah. from yeah absolutely and your guys's music is two completely different entities it, they're completely different from one another but it's a, almost like a wink and a nod in your music and stuff though, to them. And it's kind of yeah, cute. It's, absolutely. it's a really nice kind of feel. And Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no, like seriously, I owe them everything. They've taught me how to be a creative person and they've almost like guided me through life. So it's yeah. cool. It's crazy that music can do that. Absolutely. It's yeah. wild. Musical yeah. impact. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to do that. That's like one of the main yeah, goals. I want to be able to impact people. And like, whenever people tell me that I am impacting them, I literally don't believe them. Like not even in a way where I'm doubting myself, but I'm just like, are you serious? Like, Oh my gosh, last week I got like two really nice messages of people telling me that I like inspire them. And like, I didn't even, I was like, what the heck? Like yeah. it just, cause that's my dream. I just want to be able, cause like 
music has been such an impact for me and it's literally been the reason why I've gone through things like I have lyrics tattooed on my body I like always run away to concerts all around because like <laughs> watching music and like people do what they love it just really fulfills me and like Absolutely. oh man to be able to do that for somebody else like that is literally my dream like I just want to be able to like help people through the same shit that I've been through and like just inspire people I, so I cool. agree completely too. Yeah. I try to do that too I mean I'm new to social media, so I try to put my footprint on the the, mm-hmm. the scene or whatever, yeah. and and even just the little things too, like the to go out and say, "Hey, this is a beautiful picture, great shot," yeah. uh, anything yeah, like that. Though, things. yeah, it, it makes people's worlds. You it's know, true. It's, it's little effort on their part, and it's a little effort on my part, and it does make a big difference to people. So I try to do that at least. Try to get those yeah, shout outs and just That's try so to, as much as possible. Or you know, some people find it annoying when you just like 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 everything, and it's. But at the same time too, it's just kind of showing them, "Hey, I'm checking out, and I notice what you guys are putting out yeah. there," and you know, just kind of a what's up you know good to yeah, see you yeah and that's so important that too supporting too. people's content that is like the main thing that you need like oh especially in like the artist community we all have to be able to lift each other's stuff yeah. up because yeah. it's so important that's how we succeed is just lifting everybody i get a lot of people time. creeped out by it though oh yeah oh yeah people are like this guy's overdoing it and they, they i don't know or oh that's me that's in person people always think that i'm overdoing it because i'm very touchy and i'm very like in your face and like very like asking questions yeah. but i yeah it's the same thing i'm like i just like human interaction doesn't exist anymore let's fucking chat yeah. like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm recently, uh, i recently met uh, a girl named zoe's zoe slusar oh yeah okay see the free she yeah. does sort of hip-hop kind of thing she does okay. cypher club um every wednesdays i believe it is um, but just this woman is incredibly influential, uh, really upbeat, positive. She's had some trauma in the past, but she's really almost like Mother Earth in a human form kind of thing. So she's really just like spiritually uplifted. Even just being around her, you feel really just comfortable and like a mother is kind of giving you a big hug just with her that. smile kind of thing. And just what she's putting out there for the world is incredible. More people need to be like that. It, she, she, it, you yeah. can easily say that she overdoes it and is in in people's faces too much and she's trying to push things too much but not at all like the way she does it is very warming and welcoming and everybody kind of needs to be that way too but how do you do it so it's not in, over embracing you know how do you not do it so that it's I'm being creepy yeah being I mean weird. I've got, I I've got angry face everybody says the resting bitch face though but I yeah. got angry face it's like I got an angry forehead my eyebrows are kind of whatever but but I try to be positive as, as much as possible so that when people meet me that it's it's like oh this guy's just fine he's not a big deal right or but still, it's that first impression kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Unless you're like smiling and just like beaming and just wavy, lovey-dovey, over-the-top kind of ridiculousness. How do you really portray that to a person on a first first experience kind of, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's that's almost like a false a front, right? You almost want to be yourself, but if yourself is not beautiful, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't be taken that. seriously. Like, it's like my communication. It's kind of just like, I don't mean to be mean. It's just who I am, and I just can't, like... Oh, I offend so often, too. Or my humor, exactly. Yeah. It's like... And I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm just like, I can laugh about really anything. I don't know. You gotta be able to laugh about well, everything. Any, yeah, yeah, that's like the, the one thing people stuff. are forgetting. I find the most it. humor in the darkest, most offensive shit. Because that's it's also so it's like funny. a good like I think yes, it's a good it coping mechanism because not yeah. only are you able to talk about it out in the open, but you can also talk about it and not take it so seriously. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I think that that's okay. Like I think that it's fine. Like I like a lot of the stuff that's happened to me. I casually just talk about yeah. and like. Do you if have freaks, trauma? Oh my god! You want to fucking open my book of trauma? <laughs> Jesus! Can we? We got time. Yeah like oh my god well like page one page well something <laughs> insane that happened um about sorry to get you off topic but yeah no it's no, okay I'm this so it, it all relates let's oh my trauma book um should i go grab more beers 
Um, <laughs> oh, crack them all. Um, well, about a year ago now, um, uh, my ex that I was seeing, um, like beat me up and it was Ooh. really, it was really, really insane. After and my birthday. Yeah. Right what after his fuck? birthday. Yeah. And it was really insane because I am like, I don't want to say I'm like woke, but like, I'm very, uh, like. I, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to, like, relationships and advice and, like, everything. And if I knew somebody that was in that position, I would have told them to just, like, run, like, get out right now. Mm-hmm. But because it was me, I was like, this is fine. I love this person. It's okay. We're good. Um, and, like, we still saw each other for about two months after that. And, like, it just didn't work because we both knew. Like, they knew what they did. I knew what they did. Um, so it it was, yeah, it was really, really traumatic. And, like, even now, like, I'm still kind of experiencing a lot of stuff from that because it's it's been about a year. But, like... I don't know how to trust anybody anymore. Yeah, Yeah, because we were together for about a year and a half. And, like, this happened in, like, the last of it. Like, we were in love. Like, we had a beautiful, amazing relationship. And then all of a sudden, this person just, like, turned. Flipped, Like, flipped and did this switch and was so scary and so evil and wasn't the person that I thought that they were. And I was so in love with this person. Like, I truly saw, like, a future with them and everything. So, you know, to kind of be in that position and to realize that people can just switch on you like that, like, it is so scary. I also had somebody that um, assaulted me in the past reach out on Instagram and try to apologize. This actually happened about a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it was insane. It was insane because I never thought I'd, like, well, not blocked it out, but I've had to overcome a lot because of this person because they really 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 mentally and emotionally and physically damaged me and this was in high school um and to hear them try to apologize but it was really powerful because a lot of people told me not to answer but i did because i don't know a lot of people that get to look their abuser will not look them in the eye but at least say you know what like fuck you man and i i left it for two days because i needed to like think about it and process what i wanted to say but i responded really well and i let him know that like it's not okay. And I said that I've had to overcome a lot because of him. And I said that like, um, you know, like it's not okay. And I don't forgive you. And I hope that you have found the help that you need because clearly you needed some. Did you feel some sincerity from him at least? Or was it? Yeah, it was absolutely sincere. And like, I took it as that. And he said that, and I told him that like, now is the time for him to leave me alone. Like you have every right to to be pissed off and to voice your opinion as well. Exactly. So I did. And like, I, I didn't do it in like a fuck you kind of way. Like I really, you wouldn't expressed. be in the wrong if you did. Yeah, and exactly, I wouldn't be, but I did express exactly how I felt, and that was really nice. So, yeah, there's a lot of, like, people from the past that have really, like, physically, like, hurt me, and that's why now I have such a hard time with, like, relationships and, like, getting into them and, like, trusting, because, yeah, like, that person, too, the person that ended up, like, abusing me, well, like, not in the relationship, the one that just messaged me out. Like, people fucking love to abuse me. <laughs> um, and, like, it's that positive vibe that, I mean, I had that, too, and I got taken advantage of, and yeah. it's, it's just the... The kinder you are to a person and the more you give to a person, the more they're like, oh, you're giving away free shit and stuff. I'll take as much as you're giving. Yeah. uh, yeah, And I struggled with that for years because, yeah, I give and I give and I give. So, like, it's definitely been hard over this past year to just, like, overcome all of that. And, yeah, this was very recent when this, like, guy messaged me. So, like, this was literally, like, last week. So, that was, like, bringing up some stuff. And, yeah, like, it. Do you feel any better from it? Absolutely. Because I feel like it's done. It's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's like a chapter closed. If he messaged me probably like two years ago, it would have like destroyed me. Yeah. I would have like freaked out. I would have probably like had like traumatic flashbacks. But like now I'm, I've grown from it so much that I can just look at it and be like, you know what? That happened. I have to acknowledge that it happened. But like. It's a life lesson. Yeah. And at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And it just makes me a stronger human being. Exactly. So. it's a good way to look at it. Yeah. No, absolutely. But it's been crazy. Have a lot of people from my past. So like now I'm just like trust issues. Like, I, I just can't get over how young you are too. And you've already gone through this, so, so much shit too. Like. Which I think is why 
like I kind of feel like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like I really do. Like I don't doubt myself. I it's taken me a long time, but that's also why like I have my look, like I have my blue hair, my crazy makeup, all this stuff. Like I'm so happy with who I am. And despite all of this stupid fucking shit that's happened to me in the past, I am so happy with who I am. And like I can say that full heartedly. Like that is not a lie. And it used to be. I used to literally want to throw up when I looked at myself in the mirror. I've been through self-harm. I've been to the hospital. I've tried to kill myself so many times. And like I don't even think I'd be alive now. I never even thought I'd have an EP out. And the fact that I do is fucking ridiculous and like I have to remind myself that sometimes because like looking back like I never even thought I would make it to 20 and here I am like my birthday's coming up and like Hmm. it's fucked dude like I and yeah although I'm really young and I've been through a lot like I think it's good because I know where the fuck I'm headed and like I I feel really good about all of that so well all I see is that you're a strong person because of it because (laughs) thank you most people at your age would just crumble under that kind of pressure and just turtle shell and not deal with it not get any kind of help, not find any resolution in it. I'm a perfect example of that. I still hold on to shit from my past. Uh, I kind of given a little bit tip in the back in the past episodes though, but I've had, I was in a relationship from about 12, 13 to when I was 21 ish. So about eight, eight years, seven, eight years, something like that. And it was awful right from the beginning. It it was hypocritical in the sense that um, I I didn't smoke weed from 13 to 18 a lot it was on and off mm-hmm. and, you know if you go to a bush party or whatever you yeah, yeah. buy a little bag and whatever um but if i would do that it was a huge huge deal no you can't do that that's i don't want you doing that blah 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 and like not talk to me for a week and it was just like mentally traumatizing kind of thing yeah but then i would find out the next weekend what did you do oh i went out with my cousin and we got high what, what? like i can't but you can't what the fuck is this like yeah. it was is bullshit like that um it got to a point too where i wasn't allowed to have friends anymore like i was at before her i was friends with everybody guys girls i was we'd hug in the hallways of school it was it was great it was the way life should have been then i got with her and i had this sort of uh love addiction kind of thing where anybody Mm -hmm. who kind of showed you a little bit of affection i just glom on for because i was i was very needy yeah it's easy to be in that in that state yeah so i mean any kind of what you i guess assume went through when you got uh, attacked and stuff i know that feeling you just stay with it because it's a comfortable comfortable familiar feeling yep and scary to be alone absolutely yeah where are you going to go afterwards and i don't want to i don't want to be sleeping in in the bed alone or uh not have anybody there at night right like it's yeah it's a really scary thing so you just well whatever it's not that big of a deal like i'll put up with it and Mm -hmm. how many times i've had to throw out my bags of weed because she's no this is not good and then (laughs) in the trash and i just have (sighs) throw it in the fireplace or (laughs) it was so sad i had to hide my bongs and whatever but yeah it was a fucking nightmare um just oh fuck i mean how much do i want to get into it i mean i I would I, i have issues with it nowadays too where I have a hard time showing affection with my wife, even Mm -hmm. doing just little gestures, buying flowers. That makes sense, right? You just buy some flowers every once in a while. It easily slips my mind because it's not something I ever think of anymore because it doesn't feel like it's an important thing anymore. Yeah. But back in the day, like I went over the top for this person where I one time. okay, so like I work construction, so I had access to gravel, sand, your kind of kind of materials and shit. Right. Um, And in our relationship, she'd always say, I'd like to go on vacation. I'd love to go to a nice, beautiful beach, all that kind of stuff. Um, so what I did is I cleared up my entire living room, pushed everything all to the side, just like, I emptied it right out, laid garbage bags all over the entire floor. I made five or six different trips with Rubbermaid bins to the sand pit, drove them back, brought them all the way down my stairs because I lived in a basement suite, poured it all over the floor, bought, uh, bought some lawn chairs, got a cooler filled it oh with beers. I, I made pizza for us. I, I tacked uh, Christmas lights, like white Christmas lights all over the roof. So it was going to be like a, a movie on the beach under the stars kind of thing. Just kind of a nice, just, yeah, right? Like that's wow. what I thought too. She, I call her over. She comes in. She goes, what is this? 
I'm like, well, and I explained it to her like I just kind of did now, yeah. right? She goes, oh, okay. And then goes and sits on like the lawn chairs. And then I, I finish making the pizza for us. And I bring it over and we start the movie and everything. And she's just like really silent and just whatever. And I'm like, you want a beer? She's like, no, thanks. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, I'm really uncomfortable. These chairs are really not that not nice. And I'm not enjoying oh this and stuff though. God. Gets up and leaves. Oh. She got up and left. We didn't, even, we didn't even halfway through the movie. Just got up and left. No, thanks. And just left. How did you feel after that? I was crushed. Yeah. But then I cleaned up and it was whatever. Yeah. I just, I guess she didn't dig, I guess she didn't dig it. And that was it. And I look back at it, I'm like, I'm fucking cunt. Well, yeah, Yeah. of course. So like, obviously now you don't want to go to that extent because it's never been appreciated. Because I went to those extremes. Exactly. So now I feel like it's just going to be the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. A little something, something like every few months. Like, I like roses. Roses are perfect. Like a single rose. Yeah. You're on your way. Yeah. Like, Hmm. hey, you're cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? This is for you. And the message is clear. Yeah. A red rose is love. <laughs> yeah, Cameron's good at love. I like yellow oh, yeah? roses. Yeah, Cameron's good at love. I'm good at love. You yeah. don't have any any trauma stories well, like, from tra- shitty roses? Defo trauma. Like trauma. But, like, trauma. he's, like, good now. That's what I yeah. mean. At least it didn't, like... Fuck me up real bad. Too bad. But, oh, he got trauma. I got trauma, yeah. Like, a lot of how sentimental was the therapy to that trauma. Yeah. Like, songs, like, you've... I sure I played... A song called Belmont at Spookadelic as mm-hmm. well, which is just about like self growth. Like I realized, like I had this really good friend who was like my best friend, and we ended up just like falling in love, I guess. And he ended up to be a dude, and that's completely okay. And I did, but I didn't realize that side of myself. Oh, okay. So I had to accept that I was like kind of gay, <laughs> like pretty gay, and also deal like with that in real life. What age was this? Eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, like, didn't, I wasn't around sex. Like, I like I was very not educated. Like, I went to Catholic school. I, my parents didn't talk about it with me. I'm not, it was never an open conversation. It yeah. still isn't now. Yeah. So it's, like, going through that and never really experiencing sex in, like, at the age of 15, 16, like a lot of people. And then also coming to terms with your sexuality. And you're just, like, what's going the on? The most confusing. Yeah. So that's what Belmont's about, is, like, self-expression and, like not changing who I am just for some stupid reason, like that this is me, I guess. So like that was like my therapy for it. And that's how I dealt with my trauma. But like, I guess mine was like a lot of sexuality stuff, like a lot to do with like, who am I and what's my label and what box do I fit in? And who can I love? And can I like girls? And can I like boys? I like both. What do I do? You know, like, who do I talk to this about? Because like, I have a girlfriend now and I love her with all my heart. She just happens to be like a girl, but Mm -hmm. I've seen men up until really her and like my ex-girlfriend before that who was kind of just like a hurdle but yeah Uh, (laughs) that's like my trauma like i dealt with like people who are addicted to drugs and alcohol and like i'm faceless love as well as me dealing with an alcoholic past yeah with someone with who would drink and do xanax it got really scary i remember nights where cameron would have to pick this girl up and like we wouldn't know where she was and she would say that she would like be like in a random car but she like wasn't answering and like like it literally there was one night where i was with him because he was supposed to be dropping me off and i was like no we need to go find her right now and like it was like i literally felt like i was in like an undercover like cop car because we were like circling around the city looking for her and like yeah that's not love and i told her i said you need to go to rehab like i've had to have like conversations with people that's like you need to go to rehab you have a problem oh yeah like, is you, uh, like, people say, like, drugs fade feelings, and it's exactly like the lyric I wrote, like, but, like, drugs can really allow more. Like, she wouldn't talk to me unless she was fucked up. Yeah. You know? And then, like, that, dealing with also, like, then I was having another sexuality crisis. <laughs> it was just, like, an ongoing thing where I was never 
comfortable with my sexuality and who I became. Was but it I'm, hard coming out? I didn't really like, um, to be completely honest with you, my dad, all he knows. Surprise, dad. <laughs> hey. <laughs> my dad, like my family kind of knows if they listen to illegal freedom, I talk about boys, like pretty boys ain't worth saving. Like yeah. it's me saying like, I've been involved with men. That's the only thing my dad has ever heard. I've never t- said to my dad, hey, dad, I'm like bisexual, like queer and like explain that to him because he we've already been through just enough trauma in the family. Like my family's so fucked yeah. that like it just would blow his mind. It would blow his mind. Fair enough. Yeah. And Save that's that one fine. <laughs> and like if on his like if he's 80 and he wants to talk about it, like, dude, let's talk about it. But like right now, it's just like, I don't want to really talk about it. So I'm not going to talk about it. I feel that way too, being, being yeah. older and the issues I have with my dad too, is it's, yeah. you, you had a, you had a time to deal with this, it, to, to address these issues back in the day. It's far too long. At yeah. This it's point far too stuff. long. It's... And like, my family's very like divorced. Yeah. Like, my parents divorced when I was nine. And like, then also my grandparents divorced within the last two years. And that ruined my soul. Like that was the big kahuna if they can't do it if they can't do it like i looked up like my i have my grandfather tattooed like he was i have his police numbers like he is the love of my life he's yeah. the best nice but i just like with that like the family my mom and dad and then my grandma and grandpa and then i was just like holy shit yeah <laughs> like uh so that's when i feel like i can't really talk to anyone but that's when my fears of like these relationships and why i get into these toxic relationships is because like i don't ever want to die like alone i don't want to end up divorced i don't want to end up with a broken oh, i feel you with two kids and be make my kid a messenger and have to fight custody battles and hate my person who I thought was my world like that makes me want to like curl up and die 100 percent, yeah because like I've seen it and I've lived it and I've my brother as well like I have a little brother he was like five at the time but like yeah it's just it can really fuck a family up and if you don't deal with it appropriately and you don't deal with it as two separate adults and you get the kids involved it's not going to turn out good it's kind of an interesting thing too, because you guys are from a different generation than yep. I am. So what I went through is a lot different, yep. but is it being true? I mean, I'm trying to think of how old your parents would be. Not much younger, a little bit older than mine. Yeah. My mom or something like, like whatever, but my dad's like 60. Yeah, okay. So about the same as mine then I yeah. guess too. So I don't know, whatever, but I figured it would be more like different it's not really though nobody's really dealing with it properly i don't know what that issue no. is either and i, I mentioned... was one of those kids in school that like didn't like no one's family was divorced at the time like when i was in elementary school yeah was, like the weird kid who had like two bags yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and they were like which which house are you going to tonight like my dad's like yeah, yeah. was that a trauma thing for you as well yeah being always being like the teachers being like can you get this done like well i have to go here tonight and like what about this project we have to work on well i don't know when i'll be at my mom's but like my dad's and they live in separate communities and what about the actual split though like like I mentioned for myself too, back in the in the past episodes yeah. too that if for me the bickering amongst them all that it was when it happened and they came to me I was like cool like I'm I'm okay this is great guys like now we can finally I was a kid too right yeah. so two Christmases two birthdays that kind of thing yeah never happened but uh, yeah it was definitely like yeah I don't want to hear this shit anymore so great and you guys are dealing with it and I almost felt like they were being more mature about it. And I mean, it's kind of a weird thing to come from as a kid though, but to kind of see it as, oh, you guys are helping yourself. You guys are yeah. kind of doing this because obviously it's not working and it's the mature mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah. But I can see where people come from, like where it's like, fuck, I thought you guys loved each other. And if you guys can't make yeah. it work, then w- what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I would never want them back together. Are they, are they the fighting type afterwards? They too? didn't sport, like spill any tea like before yeah. the divorce. Like I was nine. My dad just came to me one day with like a toy pig and was like, we're divorcing. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> 
Um, I still have it. It's so cute. So random. But yeah, that's just how my dad shows affection. It's like little things like pigs. I'm like, you're so mm. weird. But so they split. But my mom has always had a lot of issues. Like it's a big, my family has a lot of drama and she's always had issues. And that's completely okay. I love her with all my heart. But her and I didn't talk for like two and a half to three years. Like it was a lot. So yeah. like I moved in with my dad and things got crazy and I was a messenger between the two. So oh, that call. sucks. Yeah, I was the messenger and I found out things about their divorce that like my brother will never know and that I had to hold and keep secret. Oh no. And that's why I never want to know why my grandparents divorced because I don't want to know those secrets because they're too, it's, it would be too many secrets. Grandfather was secretly a Nazi. No, hopefully not. <laughs> it finally just came out. He's a sweet man. He wears Harley Davidson shirts and like loves like. Oh, he was a Hell's Angels then. Yeah, he's dun, the best. Grandpa John is the life. He is the best man. Yeah, exists. yeah, yeah. It might be one of those things you don't want to find out though. No, just something I never want to find because I went through the ringer with my like families. Like I went to like that classic like sit in the sandbox and like separate your homes and like this is mom like mom's house and this is dad's house and all that bullshit and yeah. then. But when I got to like 12, 13, 14, shit got really, like really real. Like You that. were fairly young then when they split. Yeah. yeah, I was nine when they split. Oh, okay. It was yeah. a lot. And my brother was like four, five. Yeah, he was four. So I'm five years older than him. So he didn't really understand, but I did. And I could comprehend. And I was, I've always been very smart. Like I can, I'm very aware of people. I'm very socially aware. Yeah. And I was, I can read people. So like I could read through all of the spills and then i have like a stepmom and stuff too and i have two stepbrothers like it's fine i didn't like her before i like her now (laughs) i told her that i said like sometimes i hated you and i sometimes still do but i love you yeah (laughs) yeah i've had stepmothers too and they're they're an interesting breed she's been around for like nine years now at that point yeah Yeah. you kind of have to love her just get married i've literally said my dad like just go get married like dude she owns half the house like speaking of weird marriages step parents and stuff though my dad he like we didn't talk for a while it was kind of sparse and then all of a sudden he got a girlfriend and got married like immediately yeah weird yeah and didn't tell us about it didn't invite us to a wedding didn't uh, that kind of shit though so yeah yeah, it's just like oh hey dad how's everything been going good and married (laughs) like Uh, what the fuck so that was a new new source of weirdness and like yeah. What's uh, her name? <laughs> like, exactly. Never even met her. Yeah. But then she was very clingy too, and she was trying to be mom and stuff. Oh, and no. she would she would come around to my daughter and try to be, oh, it's grandma, whatever, right? Like, yeah. And, and I'm like, no, no, not grandma. We don't know you. No. <laughs> don't be no. putting that on her. No. Yeah, and, and just making us weird because she was very homeopathic, so she would make like homemade soap, dish dish detergent, or not dish detergent, sorry, yeah, clothing detergent. Stuff like that, right? It was it was always this weird, awful shit that didn't really work very well. And like, okay, thank you. And no, you just smile and nod. No, and then yeah. throw it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Or uh, what was the other things to do? Oh, like birthdays, things like that would come around. So where gifts were involved. But you could tell the gifts weren't coming from my dad because they were just random, oh. like, barbecue utensils. It's like, I don't even have a barbecue. Thank you. you know? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so thanks. much. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, how do you love somebody who's just... Yeah. She tried. I got to give her that at least. They but try. But... I don't know you. But they were also pushing... She had a son, too. He was 15 or something. Yeah. Hmm. And it was, oh, it's Brother Josh now. And it's like, no. No, no, I don't know you. No. <laughs> no. And he was trying to ask me for advice, too, about my dad. Like, does he does he allow you to wear hats and stuff at the table when you eat? And I'm like, I do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, what are like, you talking about? <laughs> like, that doesn't even don't, shit. Let, don't let him tell you to take your hat off in your own goddamn house. Like, <laughs> weird. Yeah. Yeah. She's like He's normal. trying to be dad to another family or yeah. something. Yeah, weird. Or whatever, to all your own. But yeah, yeah. That's all you can really do. If you're happy. My stepbrothers are just, like, their names. 
don't really call them my brothers. Like, they're just my stepbrothers. I'm like... Yeah. They're my friends. Unless you guys grew up together from a young age, then you really don't build that bond, but... Yeah. They're also in a band in the city, too. They're really good. Yeah. Called Taken by Sanity. Okay. Um, They're super cool. They're kind of like... A big influence is 21 Pilots, and I can definitely appreciate, like... Um, their music like it's pianos drums and then a vocalist with a ukulele oh beautiful but Jonah, really cool that yeah, sounds cool they did a live show at the plaza and emily came with because i opened up for them at that show and uh they played an amazing set they had the lights going and jonah was like jumping off the thing <laughs> yeah they do some crazy yelling. shit these yeah. little boys are so good but they have a demo it's just taken by sanity like they're so cool like huh. and they're just my stepbrothers like we're all very musical and that's what's really cool but it's funny because it's like my stepmom's kids and like i'm my dad's child what are the odds that it's a musical group yeah my brother's the only one like my blood brother is like the only one who's into music he wants to get into producing like dj stuff though oh my god he has expressed recently as a 16 year old boy he wants to get into he's like a hockey boy he does not know no he didn't say soundcloud producing he probably wants to get like face tattoos and shit oh gross takashi 69 oh my god that's just a mess yeah such a disaster give me those rainbow grills sister yeah goddamn soundcloud it's ruining it for it everybody. It used to be great. It used to be so good. It now was. Poo. Yeah. Now it's poo. Yeah. Poo. Yeah. Apple Music's where it's at in Spotify. No, I was going to say Spotify. I yeah. love Spotify. Me too. Mm. It, yeah. You great. You get great playlists from them. And yeah. Their, their they like literally genuinely know what I want to listen to. Yes. Like exactly. whenever they're like, you'll probably like this. I'm like, true. Like sure. you're right. Like. I've tried Pandora and it's, no, Pandora's you guys aren't even close. Yep. <laughs> nope. And like, I don't want Apple Music because like, I just like it's, don't even yeah. want to bother. And like my iPhone is already so like weird. I don't trust Apple products. I love them but i don't trust them i have never owned an apple product and i never will we actually have an ipad but that was a gift for my daughter when she when she was younger as a facetiming device for her Aww. grandparents and yeah we never used it as that though it was just it, we turned it into a google machine anytime oh we had a God. question we just google on the ipad yep <laughs> that yep. was it that's fair uh, netflix and that's yeah that's fair yeah no i Fuck apple <laughs> it's it's the worst my phone is like literally being possessed right now and like it will do the weirdest things like it will like just start like doing these weird like circles or like it will like flash pink sometimes and like i'm genuinely like the i always say that mark zuckerberg is hacking me yeah. that's just like what i say and like people always think i'm so crazy because like i'll be trying to do something on my phone and then it will just like like just start flashing colors i'm like oh hey mark like i just taken your daily data it's fine <laughs> fucking like hey you can probably see me right now like what i'm so paranoid I don't know. It's like a older. It's a six S. I want to say that bad. So like, it's not that old. So that's why I'm like, dude. Like, why? They're, Apple though is made to break down over. They're a period so of time. I know they, they're so sketchy. I do not trust them. There was one day where like my sound wasn't working, which is like kind of important because it was also when I was like trying to put out my EP and I was trying to like listen to things and like my like sound wasn't working and it was really frustrating. And so I took it to the Apple store and like I went into like Cameron's store first yeah. and I was like explaining what happened. I was showing it to him and then I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go to the Apple store. I literally walked in the store and it just started started working <laughs> and then like the guy that was working there thought i was an idiot because he was like well what's yeah. wrong with your phone because like i booked an appointment i was like well like nothing now like bye yep. and like genius. it's, yeah. made, bye, it's genius. made that way there's something when you go through those doors it just fixes it, it just, i oh, am they got a problem so fixed. i feel like i'm crazy but like i know that i'm not you know what i mean like yeah. i know that there's something going on in there and so i'm just acknowledging it at this point i'm just like i see you too mm-hmm. like got my eyes on you yeah our ipad is i think the second version so it's super super old yeah but it's it got to a point where like Netflix doesn't work anymore. It's fucking Netflix. What's going on, guys? Yeah, like, get sucked, dude. Yeah, get sucked. <laughs> get sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's literally my life. Yeah, yeah. Sucked I don't even out. touch it. It's I, I like Google uh, the the Android type devices because yeah. they're more customizable. You can get into the backends of them a little bit easier yeah. and do whatever you got to. And 
emulators. I like video games, right? So getting into that kind of That's shit. That's fair. But what do you do on an uh, on a, a Apple phone? You, you can't do. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. Organize your photos a little bit nicer. Whatever. I can keep my favorites. Yeah. Live wallpapers. Mm, we got that too. Android scared me because I had an HTC when I was like ten and I wanted to throw it against a wall. But that's HTC. Okay. A, sh- a shit on Samsung. Samsung sucks. I've never had a good like experience Galaxy. with them. Yep. Galaxies all suck. Uh, I have uh, one of the, actually I have a Google phone. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Google makes good stuff, but I'm scared like the FBI are actually watching and like. Well, they are no matter what you they're have. They're collaborating with Zuck, and it's just like they oh, are. No. Like they literally are. The other day, I was thinking about like I, I was talking to um someone about this last night because I literally was like. Okay, I was thinking about hair dye the other day, like not talking about it, like I was by myself thinking about it. And I was tapping through Instagram stories and it was like L'Oreal, like hair dye, it came up and I was like, and like I literally felt oh, like I was yeah. going crazy and I just put my phone down and was like, no, 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 no. I, I had that too one time. We had uh, Google Home in our house, the, the yeah. mini yep. ones. We yep. have one upstairs, one downstairs. We we're using it as like a telecom device to, hey, come upstairs. Yeah. And our kids name. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to edit that out. Uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, we're using it as like a device for to communicate upstairs and downstairs. Yeah. Um, using it for just like, hey, Spotify, play music, whatever, and that kind of thing. Yep. But then same thing. We started noticing, like, because I drink tea a lot at night. And usually before I come home at, uh, from work, my wife, before she goes to bed, she makes me a pot of tea. So it's just ready on the counter. And we never communicate about it. I just come home and it's just made. Flavors are always different. But the one time I was just kind of like flipping through Instagram too, again, same thing. And it came up with an ad, a sponsored ad for... Uh, herbal green tea i can't remember the company it wasn't like a telly whatever it was one of those tea brands came up and said the very specific brand to the ones that we buy and it i scrolled through and i'm like what the fuck like that's weird what is up with this like maybe it's google home hearing us like hey we need to put blah 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 tea on yeah or like green tea and it made a suggestion just a weird whatever but i i stopped and i went hmm i wonder and i took a i took a screenshot of it and then i said i sent a message to my wife i'm like Hey, just curious, are you making me tea tonight? Because, you know, every once in a while she doesn't. It just, she gets tired and goes to bed early, whatever. Um, So I sent her a message like, hey, are you making me tea tonight? And she's, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, she's like, why? I'm like, well, what kind are you making? She's like, why? I'm like, well, just just curious, what kind? She's like, green tea, like the the, the type of brand. And then I sent her the screenshot. I'm like, weird, right? Like, they fucking already know. They know what you're going to make. They know what kind I want. (laughs) That is, yeah, no, that's too much for me. Like, whenever things like that happen, I'm like, I just need to put my phone down now. It's probably a coincidence, but goddamn, that's too close. (laughs) No, I'm so paranoid about that stuff. Like, I literally am. Like, it's it's so bad. (laughs) We have them unplugged now. We don't use the Google Home. They sit, coiled up somewhere i don't even know where anymore but yeah haunted (laughs) unless i want to listen to music i plug it in otherwise no it stays unplugged (laughs) fbi yeah oh that was one thing too when we first got it too it's like uh google are you uh, is nsa listening to us right now you know because it answers questions back to of like weather or whatever and that kind of stuff um so oh awesome sirens whatever (laughs) i literally thought someone was screaming for a second i thought so too i was like what the fuck is that Um, but yeah, anyway, so we were, I asked Google, I'm like, hey, uh, Google, is NSA, is NSA listening to us right now? And they go, Google, blah, 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 it doesn't acknowledge the the facts. And it went through this like legal speech uh, kind of thing. And, that like, is not their, okay. Their privacy is dead at the most. And, 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 yeah, right. And, and I went, Google, are you lying to me right now? And it repeated the question. Yeah. It repeated the same thing. It just said, Google is not responsible for the, the NSA. They're listening and eavesdropping to privacy, blah, 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 that whatever it was, right? It's is like, literally the scariest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's good to know. This Hi, confirms NSA. everything <laughs> that I always think about. That's why I'm just like, oh my God. We're Canadian too, though. We, we rely a lot of our information too on American information. I don't think NSA is what we have here, but it's yeah. Canada's got something equivalent and they're not known. So it's even scarier. <laughs> that is scary. 
that's so much to take in right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another fun fact. If you go to, you know, if you www.illuminati yeah. backwards.com takes you to the NSA website. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Illuminati shit. Yeah. So oh, cool. I what? love conspiracy theory stuff. I love conspiracies. <gasps> the only conspiracy theory that I heard of, it was a Shane Dawson one. And then I like looked it up and it's literally true. It's so scary. If you look up, cause on iPhones you can search. I didn't even know that you could until I watched this video. You can search things up in your photos. So if you look up like blue hair, like all like my pictures will come up. Or if you mm -hmm. look up like Vancouver, like whatever, there's one, if you type in Brazier, it literally comes up with all of the photos of like, like for like girls, obviously, unless I mean you wear a bra, like that's chill. But like, like it comes up in like bra pictures and like, I usually perform in like a Calvin Klein bra. I really like to. And so like I tested what? it out and like, you can literally search up brazier and like, it is like those pictures, like, Ooh. like, yeah, like iTunes has them. Like, so somebody gets a hold of your phone, they can easily just go into and go search nudes or yeah, <laughs> well, like they can <laughs> abs absolutely. But also the fact that like Apple knows how to organize that facial recognition oh yeah. you know what snapchat i heard was that too yeah. oh my god conspiracy theories it was yep. just a way to gather your it's, facial I, information i believe that i totally yeah. believe that i 100 believe that it makes so yeah. much sense i saw this thing and it was um it was like supposed to be like a meme but i was like no this is true and it was like government okay apple we already have enough fingerprints <laughs> apple say no more because now they have the face recognition yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like well that's true <laughs> yeah tv and movies are giving us the sneak peek into what's coming and i yeah. mean that they've predicted this kind of shit for a long time now Yep. Yeah. We're on camera everywhere we go. Yep. It's scary. Oh, it was, cr it's crazy. I went to this art exhibit, um, not too long ago. There's a gallery downtown called the new gallery. It's really cool. It's free. You can go and just check a lot of cool stuff out. And somebody did a, um, a whole like piece on bill C 51, which is like a bill here in Canada, just about the privacy of online. Um, backstory, if you don't know, um, no, and it. I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, like I wasn't uh, unfamiliar with B13. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's good to, like, look up that kind of stuff. But, like, this person made... It was um, a makeup tutorial on how to make your face not recognizable to, like, facial recognition. Oh, okay. And it's, like, set in, like, totally, like, nowadays as if you're watching YouTube. And she's like, okay, guys, so, like, here's what you do. And she's just, like, like blacking out her face and, like, putting shapes in different, like, uh oh things. I see dangers in other ways for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not, like, bad. But, like, you know what I mean. Like, she's, like, putting, like, shapes and, like, colors and, like, contour. And, like, she literally, like, makes her face, like, not look. That makes sense the same and it's like yeah like this way the government can't watch you like bye have a good day like i've totally seen people who can do that where they they paint their face so like from a different angle it looks like they have a horse face almost like it, so it's crazy. it's painted into the center of their face but when they turn it it looks elongated it's really creepy and weird but that I is mean, insane yeah people with their body art and and painting i mean you put a couple squares on your face fucking the camera's not gonna be able to tell you yeah i'm like i'll just start doing that daily yeah. I'll be part of my makeup look. I'll do like glitter. That'd be kind of cool. Glitter like squares. a David Bowie kind of thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like checkerboard, like glitter squares, but like with glitter. <laughs> That'd be cool. Okay. Next show look, maybe. We'll Need see. more of the, the blue teardrops, right? Oh yeah. Just no. all over the face. Just like freckles. Literally. I love doing my makeup for shows because I just do whatever I feel like that day. I went to <laughs> Sammy's house with no makeup on and I have this blue, uh, it's Jeffree Star, uh, the Lore liquid lipstick Not it's bad, vegan cruelty free so you can put it on your eyes you can put it like everywhere um so i was like i'm just gonna put this on my whole face and see what happened and i called that look i had like it was like blue tears coming off my face i called it kiss but pretty <laughs> kiss but pretty nice yeah it was fun i love just doing stupid stuff like that i went to folk fest this weekend and just put glitter all over my chest and was like this is a look and just went yeah it's fun i like to make people question things i've said that before yeah do you get people noticing you at all? 
all the time. I got the weirdest looks. The only day that I got ID'd in the beer garden was the day I put glitter all over myself because they were like, like, you know, like, you're probably of age, but like, just with all those colors and stuff. And I was like, fuck you. Like, True. Do, do people recognize you though? Like from your music or? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so weird whenever that happens. Like again, like I'm not just saying that to be like, oh, like so humble. Like I don't understand. You've put a huge footprint on the city. Like you, I've been watching you for a while now and your promotions and you're very heavy on that kind of stuff though. You're all over all different kinds of bars. Is, I wouldn't be surprised if people didn't know you by now. That is literally so, like, thank you. That I'm really honored to hear that because, like, I definitely work really, really hard and it's exhausting. But, like, thank you. 100%. Thank you. It's, it's crazy whenever that happens. A guy in the beer gardens recognized me at Folk Fest. He was really drunk and he was like, you're playing. And I was like, <laughs> no, I wish that I was, but, like, no. And then he was like, oh, well, I've seen you play before. And I was like, yeah. okay, like, <laughs> bye. And it was just, like, really weird. And still, yeah, whenever it happens, like, I don't, I don't understand it. It, like... Uh, like all I can say about it is just like uh, I've like ranted to my friends about it before because like there's like this weird part of me that's like I don't deserve it because like in my spare time like I'm literally like mopping floors and like cleaning urinals and yeah. doing customer service and like crying about my life but then these people are like coming to me and being like oh you inspire me and stuff and it's like what the fuck like why like dude like I'm not cool but at the same time it's like well I guess I am <laughs> I it's guess I can be creepy as shit like it's it i'm a very private person i can't imagine i mean i'm doing this right now i don't know why i guess for the therapeutic aspect of it but it terrifies me if anybody ever was to recognize me anywhere i'm like just leave me alone it's 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 yes and no it's like good and bad i kind of like love it right now because it's not crazy because obviously i'm still like a very small little bean in the industry but i think once it gets crazy that's gonna really freak me out i am like very well because like i've told you about like my past with like abuse and um the person that messaged me um he actually stalked me for a little while too so that was really scary so like i have always had this fear in my head that like like let's just say tomorrow i blow up and i'm like top 100 like whatever like someone from my past is gonna come and like kill me and like that's so morbid but like i genuinely sometimes believe that it's true because like there's a lot of people that like hate me that have i've been in relationships with in the past like all my exes are evil they're all like just pretty evil all the men anyway um and like (laughs) yeah and it's just like really scary to think about that because it happens to so many artists like i literally like think about like john lennon there's even i watched this youtuber growing up christina grimmy she wasn't even very big she was shot she was murdered um performing in like new york or something like that um And so to hear about that, like, that's always been a huge fear of mine. Like, thinking about, like, one day I'm just going to blow up, I'm going to make it big, and someone from my past is going to come and, like, kill me. Like, they're just going to ruin everything that I've created because, like, that's where I'm trying to get. I want to be big. I want to be inspiring a lot of people. I want to be playing giant places. But, like, the fear that comes with that is, like, yeah, your privacy is gone. People know where you are. And, like, I'm already paranoid about that because, like, before I even made music, I had people stalking me. And, like, it's fucking scary. So, like... To know that like that is gonna be the rest of my life, I've I've had to think about that a lot for sure yeah, because it right. scares me. But one of one of the things that I love is um my best friend Malachi. He's actually black belt, and you would never expect it. He's the most beautiful man you'll ever see. Like he wears like beautiful makeup, beautiful outfits. Like he's a, a makeup artist. Like he's one of the coolest people I have in my life. And like nice. if you're judgmental and you look at him, like you wouldn't know because he's so beautiful. He's these long nails all the time. <laughs> but like he could fucking snap you with two fingers. Like he could kill you. Oh, and okay. so, so fun. yeah, no, it's so cool. <laughs> so like the fact that like 
he's kind of my life partner. Like we're together always. Like he's like my right hand man. Like he just your he, bodyguard. Yeah. There you so go. that's Beautiful. the thing. I'm gonna hire him. Like because I would be so fine spending the rest of my life with him. I already know I'm going to. And on top of that, he can kick anybody's ass. So hey, people are gonna try. They're gonna walk up to you and not know what the hell hit him. Oh yeah, they <laughs> already are scared. Like people that know him are already like they don't fuck with us. Oh, like I they don't. don't. Fuck with Malachi. He's like, oh, yeah. flip me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sometimes we'll be like playing and I forget and we'll be like, and he'll literally just take me and like flip me onto a bed and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I always forget. Yeah. That's crazy. I yeah. have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Am I able to just go to the bathroom real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was like dying from a coffee. Like, oh, fuck you, man. Oh my God. That's why I don't drink coffee, girl. Coffee makes you feel so much. Yeah. But yeah. We can pause. Yeah. Do you want to take cool. a hot pause? Yeah. yeah hot pause. Hot I didn't pause. Edit it or anything. I'll cut it out. We'll just start. We'll just jump back in. Yeah, we can just. It's like those Shane. Is the Shane Dawson Dawson? The pee break. Oh my gosh. We keep referencing this one podcast because it's the one podcast we've like listened to. But like, yeah, they're always like, we're just gonna go take a piss. Like, be right back. Oh, and they actually leave and they do the. Um. No, they literally just cut it and then they're like, hey, we're back. Like, it's so weird. But like, and I never understood that. But like, it's just one of the things that they do. Keeps it real. Makes yeah. It part of the group. It's true. It's true. Gives me a chance to do this. Thank you everyone for joining us. This concludes part A. Join us next time where I share a story about finding a dead guy at work and Emily and Cam give us a lot more detail into the producer that screwed him over in Calgary here.